Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. All right, Marketing School listeners have a special message from our sponsor, DreamHost. If you want to rank higher on Google, you want to make sure your website loads super fast. Check out DreamHost. Not only is their solution super affordable, it'll make your website load faster and they have amazing tools and support for your business to ensure that you grow and succeed. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Su. And I'm Neil Patel. And today we are going to talk about how to start being successful with marketing. So number one, the first thing you want to do is establish some kind of some kind of goal first. So you're not just kind of shooting in the dark. You got to establish some kind of KPI first so you know where you're going. A lot of people, they just t- tend to dive into tactics. And I, I'm still falling to this sometimes where it's like, oh, that sounds like a good idea. Let's go and do it. But when you don't have any set KPIs, when you don't have a goal, you don't know what you're aiming for. You're just kind of shooting in the dark. So have that set up first before you decide to jump into something new because in marketing, it's really easy, especially you listening to this. You're getting new tactics from us every single day. We're not saying jump on everything. Try to get some signal first from what makes sense for your business and to decide what success looks like and then jump into it with some more thought. Once you have your KPIs, and this is going to be a bit of a fun episode for Eric and I because we're going to make sure each of our ideas tie into each other so they can be all streamlined. Once you have your KPIs, you want to break them down into specific small tasks that you need to complete in order to achieve those KPIs. This way, as a marketer, you can be like, all right, here's what I need to do on a daily basis in order to hit those numbers. You can break them down to big things such as I need to rank number one on Google for, you know, all the terms. That's too broad, right? More specific would be I need to rank on Google for all the marketing related terms. How do you do that? You write content about everything online marketing related. What are the topics? All right, once you got the topics, how long do the content need to be? Oh, posts that are over 2,000 words tend to rank higher on page one. Okay, now that I got that down, how can I write one a day? And then once you got that down, how can you promote those things on a daily basis and streamline that as well? But the point I'm trying to make is unless you break them down into smaller bite-sized tasks and you can't, if you don't do them on a daily basis, you're not going to hit your numbers. Yeah. And also at the same time, like when you have these numbers set, you got to be able to hold people accountable. So we talked about holding people accountable a couple of episodes ago. You got to be able to check in, right? So for example, right now, you know, our goal is to get to 50,000 YouTube subscribers. And I have this one goal on the tool that we use every single week. It's called 15.5. So it's number 15 and the, the word five spelled out 15.5. And it checks in on their goal every single week. It's super uncomfortable sometimes when you're not hitting your goals. But it's 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 sitting there. They have to fill it out. How are you doing on your goal, right? On the fifty thousand, and you can see when people are you know getting a little uncomfortable, they're trying to wiggle out of it. But the important thing is you you hit the thing head on. It's it's often those uncomfortable conversations that need to be had. So then you can come through with that breakthrough idea to figure things out. And then when once you start to figure things out, once you get the process down, what I like to talk about all the time is documenting things, documenting the process. Right now, as of Q. Q3 coming into the uh, end of, uh, so actually for Q4, 
by the end of Q4, one of our goals, prerogatives for the company is to have everything documented so that the process is really easy to follow. Because, you know, when you do all these marketing things and you're going to repeat them over time, you have to be able to hand it off to somebody to duplicate afterwards. That way you have a process, right? Because what if that person quits? What if that person gets sick? What if they go on maternity leave? Whatever it is exactly. You're building a system. A company is able to scale when it's a machine and when it's a system, right? I know some of you don't want to think about it that way, but the big companies, the corporations, they call them, you know, robots or whatever. It is a machine, right? It's because they built out their systems. And you can document most of these things within an internal wiki for your company. That's what we end up doing. And when you're doing that, you need to be documenting everything from the wins, the losses, and the processes. And when you have the wins and the losses, whether it's a win or a loss, you need to document what you learned and why was it a win or why was it a loss and what you learn from that. Because without the documentation of what's causing it to go up or down, in the future, you're going to end up making more mistakes. But by knowing the levers that you can push and pull in marketing, that's what's going to allow you to grow more. For example, we found that when we give people more information before we ask them to become a lead, they're much more qualified and we collect more leads. So we document that. And then in all the future marketing tests that we run, we keep that in mind. In addition, when we're documenting, we also put timestamps because every six months to a year, we retest. The reason you want to retest is conditions change within the market. For example, it used to be where you force everyone to Google or Facebook authentication, your conversions go up, usually by 30 plus percent. What's happened these days is if you force everyone into Google authentication or Facebook authentication, in many cases, you'll lose sales and leads. The reason being is people are afraid of privacy issues. You weren't having all these hacking and privacy issues four or five years ago compared to what you're seeing now. So as market conditions change, so do the tactics that you use. And that's why you need to document them, put a timestamp, and retest six months plus later. Yeah, so the final thing I'll add from my side is ultimately, Neil and I just gave you a system, right? And we're not saying this system is is something that fits for every single person. I think you need to use this as inspiration to figure out what kind of system works for you, what kind of marketing system works at the end of the day, right? So the, the final thing to close it out, I would say on my side is... You know, you want to be able to have that feedback loop. So Neil's talking about kind of um, recording things, things like that. But also, you know, where, what are some other areas where you can get signal from? Is it hiring a strategy person? Is it looking at other areas like other podcasts or this podcast, whatever it is exactly? So you have a constant flow of new ideas for all the time, right? Because certainly, yes, you can have brainstorming sessions with your team. I think that's really important. But oftentimes, like these little one or two ideas that can make the big difference for your company for, you know, one year or years to come. It's by having that continual, you know, learning and innovation process that kind of, you know, feeds the the loop, right? And then you build out that system, you keep the loop going, and then you're going to start to scale. Yeah, that's pretty much it. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to do well. But the key is document, follow this process, start systemizing everything, and you'll improve as a marketer. Even Eric and I, we don't have successes every single week. A lot of the stuff we do is failures. But when you run 10, 20, 30 of these, the two or three or five or six wins make up for everything plus more. So be okay with failing. And that's all right. Yeah, the final thing I'll do is I want to jump in here is um, I, you know, I, I got a comment about, um, so we put in supervisor feedback, right? So everyone gets feedback. And the one thing is I got, I got an anonymous comment from someone saying less surprises, more planning, right? But the way Neil and I operate is we like to 
try new things really quickly and then jettison whatever doesn't work, right? That's just our style. So just keep that in mind. Um, that's what, what works for us might not necessarily work for you. But from a marketing perspective, man, you're looking at running tests, experiments all the time. And that's certainly how I see you know, my business. And that's, I think that's how Neil sees his business too. You're just running tests rapidly. You're trying new things and you're just you know discarding things really quickly. So before we go, we have a giveaway for you. Just go to singlegrain.com slash giveaway to check it out. And we'll see you tomorrow. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.